Hello, everybody. My name is Juan Carlos, and welcome to OCR and Edited, where we highlight amazing coaches, athletes, and everyday people from the OCR and Trail communities for fun, unscripted, and unedited conversations. Today, I have a pleasure of speaking with. Now, let me see if I say this right. Samuel Kaye. Yes, that's, right? actually, that's my son. That's your son. That's okay. my son. That's your son. Okay. <laughs> so tell me. Another great athlete. <laughs> so is it Samuel? Samuel is my son. Me is Michelle. Michelle. That's all right. <laughs> same family. Right. At least it's the same family. <laughs> Everybody, I do apologize. <laughs> so it's Michelle Cayer. Yes. Now, is it, it's not Cayer. It's Cayer. Well, we, in English, we pretty much say Cayer. In French, Cayer. So you don't mention, you don't announce or pronounce the R. Yes. It's just Cayer in French. That's how it sounds. Yeah, okay. Kier, I guess. So I'm not exactly sure how to pronounce <laughs> it in English, but K is for no doubt in French. <laughs> so you're not 100% sure. <laughs> well, <laughs> I took the side of my grandfather's name. This is not even my father's name. Oh, buddy, that's funny. I love my the way father's this is actually Greek. <laughs> <laughs> I just love the way this is starting out. I get your name wrong. <laughs> And you're not 100% Just like sure races. You never know until you get there, right? <laughs> How are you? I'm great. I'm great. Oh, buddy. Really happy it's to be good. here. Oh, buddy. I, I, you know what? Thank you for making time to uh, come on OCR and, edit to, and to ch sit down and talk to me and get to know you. Um, so let's get started. Now, first questions first that I always ask, and that is, tell us a little bit about yourself. Who are you? Who is Michelle Cayet? Well, I was pretty much like anybody else, but not an athlete for sure. <laughs> I was completely opposite, out of shape, really bad with this kind of different disorders with the, you name it. It was nothing was going right. <laughs> so just suddenly out of nowhere, I just saw one of these Spartan race, which was on NBC Sport. And for the first time, 2016, I saw Ryan Atkins with Lindsay Webster. Yeah, saw the whole sport going on there. I said, "Wow, this this would be the type of sport I would like to do one day in my life." Yeah, but didn't have a clue I would actually start in that type of racing. <laughs> so now you you reside in Montreal. Yes. So I take it that you've done countless of OCRs there in Mon in, in Quebec. Yes. Have you ever done any OCR races outside of Quebec and here in Ontario or anywhere else in Canada? Oh, sure. Sure. There's a few of them. There was uh, actually the one, the one near Ottawa, the one in uh, Duntroom, Ontario. Oh, uh, yeah, of course. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there was actually the Canadian Championship. That was my first one in Ontario. That's right. Yeah, that, that yes. was in Dunroom, I believe. Yes, 2017. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, yeah, I remember that day. I was there. You were there? You were, yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. Okay. Uh, I, I was there. Uh, I, I don't, I, I wouldn't miss them. I mean, I started back in 2013. Okay. When did oh, you get started in OCR? Okay. I started 2016. That was my first time. Oh, and so first, how was it? Well, <laughs> your first oh. race, how was your first race? First of all, I saw that, like I said, I saw that some races where I would Ryan Askin and all that they were doing yep. the, the Palmerton, the race. 
And I was so amazed by that. And I said, I really need something to shake and reset the whole body. So I said, yeah. let's try Spartan race. And I hear that there's actually one that would be at uh, Owlhead near uh, Montreal. Yep. So I said, oh, cool. I didn't even know we had them here in Canada. I thought it was just in the U.S. I said, oh, cool. I'll go there. To me, I thought it was just like a, a fun race. Yeah. So not ready at all to, to do any race. <laughs> just with about, uh, I think, five weeks, I had a little bit of training. I had never run really in my life. Never really did any obstacles. <laughs> not ready at all. <laughs> Actually, it was a, I could say it was a total disaster. But I still made it from beginning <laughs> till the end. Cramps, you name it. Blisters, bruises. Oh. With, only two, uh, with only two penalty, which was wow. pretty cool. <laughs> I mean, all the good stuff and two penalties. Yes, and it was my first race. And I, for some reason, I, I picked the Super Elite because I thought really it was a fun race. I didn't think it was actually to be hard. I have no clue what was actually a kilometer. <laughs> so at our first climb, then we came back to down to the parking. I thought it was over. I said, wow, this is a tough race. But then I see everybody yeah. else. They're starting to go back up. Like, oh, my God, again? No way. <laughs> This is too hard. <laughs> yeah. So what were some of the thoughts that were running through your head? Well, first, I was really happy to do the race. I mean, I was actually dressed that day I like a Spartan, like the real one, with all the leather uh, uh, protection here for, for the shin, had the little yeah. skirt, the leather skirt. Uh, to me, it was really a fun race. But you, you could, at the, at the end, you could really see I didn't have that smile. <laughs> it was completely gone. <laughs> I was in terrible pain for at least an hour and a half. Come Those on. Last, oh, yeah. You know, who, you know, who is going to say that they had a perfect race that first time that they raced a Spartan race or an OCR race? I had a, I was amazed. I, actually, no, that's the wrong word. I was mad at myself. Like I was saying things to myself, like, what am I doing here? How can exactly. this be fun? Like yes. I could be doing other things than doing this. Exactly. Same thing. Why am I going up a hill? Why, why, why pay are these for people this? running? <laughs> <laughs> you could be walking. It's an exactly. option. <laughs> and it was so hard that race. Yeah. So and then hard when the you carries finish, and you name it, the stuff. Yeah. Two thousand the obstacles. The obstacles were so hard at the time. They got easier with time. But now at that time, it was so hard. Yeah. And I really, I wasn't ready with just my little two bottles of water carrying. <laughs> and I was, <laughs> and I, at the end, I was just saying, that's it. Never again. It's over. I'm never racing again. These people who are doing these races. They're completely crazy. <laughs> this is way too yeah. hard. It's not, this is made for us. Elite athlete, no doubts, but I'm yeah. not an elite athlete, that's for sure. Exactly. You know what? When I finished, I was on my knees. I was like, I mean, what am I, what did I just do? What did I just get involved in? What is this cult? <laughs> but at the same time, I also felt great. I, I felt like, you know what? That was awesome. I mean, it was hard, but I did it. And then I go look at the results. It's like, wait, I could do better than this. I can do better okay. than that. Okay. And all of a sudden, I'm hooked. <laughs> and I find myself registering for many more, for many well, more years. It happened like that, but not that quick. Not on that day, that's for sure. It took me <laughs> a few days, and a week later, I said, you know what? I think I want to do one again, yeah. at least one. And then that way I, fir I first installed my first obstacle, which was a rope climb. So I made a structure, made a rope climb, yeah. and got ready for the whole winter kept watching NBC sports nonstop, every trick, every carries, how to do it, how to get better, how to run better. 
carries it in the winter, you name it, whatever made it hard. <laughs> oh my God. So, so that's how it started because my biggest motivation, well, actually there's two. First was the disorder I had, narcolepsy, where I fall asleep everywhere. Uh, and the other the issues were IBS, uh, eczema, you name it. And I really wanted to get rid of that. I tried eating properly. I was working yeah. out a little bit, but not so much. And I really wanted to improve that much, uh, a lot more, because it was affecting my whole life. Second, Spartan race. Why? Because my father, I've never met him, but he's actually from Greece, from Sparta. And to me, that was a big motivation to actually honor him for the father and have. So to me, that was, that was the race I had to do in my life. I had to do Wow. It. That is... Wow, man, that's deep. Um, so you mentioned Sparta and Greece. Did you ever have a chance to go down there and, uh, and run? Oh, yes, <laughs> definitely. I went for the two first uh, Trifecta World Championship down there. Yeah. And it was just great to be down there. Finally, <laughs> home. <laughs> so let, let me ask you this. So you've done countless of OCRs, and then you decided to, you know what, I'm going to, I'm going to throw in the towel, not throw in the towel, but I'm going to register for Spartan Trifecta Championships in Greece. You sign up. Now you're flying out there and you're yeah. there. Tell me, what was that experience like to land at Sparta in Greece and then run your first race there? Well, for sure, it was completely magical for me just to be down there because I have never had, never been done a hat. I'm sorry. I've never been in Sparta. I had been in Greece before, okay. but now to be there was really magical. The feeling you have inside, the, the proudness of being part of this, to be yeah. doing a race like a world champion, but no, not only a world champion, but three race in two That's days, right. which is something I had never accomplished in my life. I didn't have a clue what was going to happen. And it wasn't the biggest race because there's not many big athletes that went down there on the first one. The second one, yes, there was much more. Competitively, yeah. it was much harder this time. Yeah. So you're going there as an athlete and you get off the plane. Um, the way uh, the second one that they had where okay. all the big names went, that w looked, I wasn't there. But okay. from what I saw, the, the pictures that people posted, it seemed like an Olympics. Because the way... Um, the countries were um, guided through a certain path in Spartan. Okay. Right. Where I guess that was the finishing. And you oh, yeah. Through... Yeah. Because it's right in front of one of the stadium with the, yes, it's a big stadium they have in Sparta. And exactly. you have the big statue that's up right in front of it. Exactly. And that looked so, that just looked beautiful. That looked like, that was a place to make a Spartan race, <laughs> even yeah. though it was actually started in Vermont, US. But this <laughs> is this place to do a Spartan race. Obstacles are di a bit different than here, slightly, not that much, but they were challenging. And as the race went on, as we got closer to the beast, uh, it got harder because the obstacles, they made them longer. It was actually some of the same obstacle, but they just extended them. Uh, oh, wow. Carries were heavier, longer distance, uh, yeah, it was actually a big challenge mentally and physically because you started with the super and then you had the sprint, which was like a few hours later after during the day. And the next day on a Sunday, which you had the beast and so you would destroy wow. you. <laughs> oh, no, I agree with you. That would destroy you. 
Oh yeah, it, it was actually not easy with running in uh, rivers, slippery, <laughs> falling off uh, the slippery rocks, oh swimming God. in there. <laughs> Let me ask you, what would you say were some of the hardest obstacles that you that you were faced with? Uh, in Sparta or? Yes. In Sparta, I could say their carries on the beast were pretty, pretty tough because you had one of these sandbags, which is a regular 60 pound. That, that's the average weight we have normally on Spartan race. But you had to carry this for a total of two kilometers. But oh my God, but it was actually broken down actually in three parts. First part, you had the sandbag carry. Then you drop your sandbag, you picked up this big chain, which was probably a good 50 pound, the chain itself, wrapped it around your neck, did the, another part of the trail with it, dropped it back, get back your sandbag and bring it back to where you took it originally. So this whole loop was like a two kilometer, just right there with that. Oh my God. So it, it was tough. You could see on the athletes, the face on the pictures. <laughs> how not easy this was <laughs> so nobody was having fun at all well we are having fun but you're it's focusing on one thing to start it to complete it to survive it <laughs> and to dip in the into the river because it gets hot in sparta even at that time in november it's yeah. still pretty hot at the end of the day it starts pretty cool around six seven degrees in the morning yeah. but it goes up to a good 28 27 <laughs> And it's oh really dry God. compared to here. It's really dry. It's like a desert down there. Oh, yeah. The, the heat, yes. Yeah, you yes. don't have Even the community the, like we have here. Yeah, the environment, too, is like uh, is really like almost a desert. The plants yeah. barely grows. I mean, it's all these bushes. You got the oregano, which I remember the smell running through. It's so amazing. These are memories that just keep coming back all the time. Just the smell. Awesome. It's so so great but it just destroys your leg it's so brutal on the legs <laughs> i know and to do that for uh, three races it's uh it, your body's gonna take a toll yes it's gonna take a beating but, but it, 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 it is so is... well done eh yeah exactly so well done so well organized uh, the way they uh when you at the finish line all, all the Greek women waiting, waiting with their medals and they're all dressed up. And even they got all the warriors there with their shield and their swords. Uh, no, it's really well made. Uh, it's all projected on a big screen TV, all the race. That, so uh, it's really cool. That is such a great experience. And I'm glad that you enjoyed it because my dream is also to go down to Greece and uh, compete at the uh, Spartan Trifecta Championships. Yes. Against some people that I got my eye on, <laughs> that I got my eyes on. And so, uh, and they're from the U.S. So I'm watching them now and they're doing really well. So I hope to, that this pandemic wears off, clears, and then that way we can all get back to that normalcy. We can get back to traveling and going to do the things that we love. And for me, I can't wait to be able to, uh, one, do not only the OCR World Championships and go and do what I'm supposed to do there, mm -hmm. but also go to the Trifecta Championships. Yes, definitely. You have so, to go. Yeah. So, okay. So let's move forward now. So you did that. Have you done, um, have you done the OCR World Championships? I was supposed to go uh, last year. Then I got postponed to this year. And again, with the measures, I postponed it to next year, 2022. Okay. So I haven't, haven't been to one of them. I've been to the OCR 
uh, North American Championship, but not the World Championship. Okay, so then basically you were there when I was there. Yes, it's for sure. Time. Which was, I think, 2018 and 19. You got it. Yes. Yeah, well, I mean, we didn't know each other, but no, it, it was a great experience. It was, it was great. It was great. It was very different from a Spartan race. That, exactly. That's something I didn't know the type of uh, obstacles they had, which I had to adapt to my own yard where all my obstacles are and readapt everything I, I had in the yard. And this is more grip strength driven. Oh, yeah, definitely. There is a lot more grip strength in the running compared to Spartan race. Exactly. Now, let me ask you, did you ever do the OCR World Championship? No, no, you haven't. You haven't been to Blue Mountain there. No. Well, okay. there's actually one year they, they had one at Blue Mountain, the OCR uh, yeah. World Championship. And I was actually doing the Canadian Championship on that same weekend. Okay. Okay. So North American Championships, I mean, what would you say was the hardest thing there for you? Uh, definitely the, the first thing was my upper body strength wasn't up to, to the first one I've tried. So yeah. I, I wasn't ready for that. Definitely. The, for the running, it was no issue. Uh, the legs are great. The carries, it was fine. But all these obstacles, which I had never seen ever, and the rain we had that same day, it just made it so hard. But <laughs> Yeah, no, just, I hear you. There's a lot of people that went there with, you know, with confidence that everything was going to be all right, that there, you know, it, it was going to be smooth sailing until they hit the sketch, which was the first, it was the first obstacle when you went up that hill. Yes. <laughs> and that was an eye opener for a lot of people because there was like a bottleneck happening. People oh, just yeah. couldn't do it. They, they, they never done it before. That, that's it. It's completely new how to do it, what to do. Uh... <laughs> Yeah, exactly. How to achieve the, the transition. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And that was an eye opener for a lot of people. And now I've seen a lot of pictures with now people are actually, they're getting themselves, they're training so much on their grip strength. Oh, for sure. To avoid that ever happening again, which is great to see. Yes. But wow. Well, yes, that and also the, what you call the other one, the, Gibbons. Oh my that god. Was, that was probably the worst obstacle I've ever seen in my life. Was <laughs> Thank not you, ready Force for five. <laughs> so hard. But I eventually I got the hang of it by building some. Oh, Build yeah? also the sketch, the same thing. Build both obstacles. <laughs> so I said, never again will I have a penalty on that. <laughs> or yeah. do a second loop or a third or fourth. I called uh, I called Carl at uh in math at uh, force five and i told okay. them to send me and they sent me and i find myself practicing that every day so that way i don't chicken wing that thing exactly because, <laughs> you know what i say this for a reason because i mean they're allowing the chicken wing people can chicken wing it not a problem for now especially when you got to go up and down and on, on stratton hill and then when you come to that you're going to be really tired exactly. you may not even have the grip strength to even no that's it. it so they're allowing the chicken's wing. But when I did it at the North American, okay, um, on, the, on the team event, one of my friends, he chicken winged it. Okay. But he placed this part of his arm on the, mm. on the, on the wood, um, on the baton or whatever you want to call it. Okay. Okay. He placed oh, don't it. Don't tell me he pinched it. it. He, no, no, I didn't pinch it. He actually 
uh, ripped. His pectoral? Um, yeah, his pectoral. Um, this part right here, he Ooh. ripped it with because he put all his weight on it. That is a huge chicken wing. It. And so we couldn't finish it. Oh. And so, you know, you can chicken wing it, but you have to be really careful at how you place your the in, your the inner part of your armpit yeah, you on can't it because place you it can, too high. Yeah, you can easily easily do damage, and people think it's funny, but no, it's not. Not when it no, happens no. to you. And it's not actually not comfortable at all. Actually, even if you do it on the elbow, well, the inner part, and that's really hard and really painful. This is like a last resort option if you're stuck there for some reason. I, w- yeah, I would exactly. do that, but except for that, I wouldn't do it. <laughs> I read, yeah. like you say, now I integrate this obstacle on every every workout I do, just like you, because I don't have ever get caught on that again. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I don't want to chicken wing it. I just want to do it the way it's a, you're so, it's meant to be done. Do it yes. properly and just continue running without any issues. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> Any other obstacles that you had? Uh, wait, you know what? Let me change the question. Okay. Was there an obstacle that you found ridiculous that should have not been there? I know of one, and it was close to the end. Okay. Um, I don't know the name the of end? it. It was. Um, it was. A, it was a small little obstacle uh, before the ending. It was not the car you jumped over. No, it was more like uh, you had to grab yourself on a wooded beam, uh, okay, with a couple of pegs, and you just had to go from one to the other. Uh, it was three wood. Oh beams. yeah, it was like a Swiss cheese panel. Something is like that, that it? Yeah, it, was, it wasn't, no, it wasn't movable. It, it, or it wasn't foot, I think they called it. Is a frame where you just? Yes, I think I remember Bigfoot. They called it. it Am just... I wrong? It was just like, wow, it's really (laughs) such hard obstacle. And then you get to this, (laughs) you just take your time, but that's it. I mean, but okay. If I mean, if you're destroyed and you're out out of energy, it could be hard, I guess. Well, I guess for some people, yes. I guess for some people, yes. You know what? (laughs) But it wasn't a hard, that's for sure. (laughs) It wasn't hard. Um, was there an, uh, were there was there any obstacles that you found other than the ones that we mentioned that uh, you found also very difficult to do? Funny thing, the first trifecta world championship in, in Greece, we had one. I think no one in America was used to it, had never seen it. But in Europe, it's more popular. It's actually a memory test where depending on your headband numbers or last digit of your headband, you would have actually... A, a sequence of different shields and animals and there would be a line representing that digit from your headband you had to memorize that but you didn't know when they would ask you that question again so it could be like in the kilometer away could be 10 kilometers nobody had a clue okay. what was the penalty and it was actually almost know? 10 kilometers further it was on the beast of course <laughs> <laughs> and it was actually six shield six different shield with the uh, animals on it. it could have been a rabbit or it could have been a greek god you name it they all look alike and there's okay. so many people that got a penalty on that one because they said ah screw it i'm not gonna remember it. i'll just go and okay. guess and pick a line hopefully it'll be the right one what was the penalty if you didn't know 30 burpees 30 burpees 30 burpees wow 
Yeah. Oh my God. See, now you got me thinking. Every so when I get my head, my Spartan headband, I'm gonna look at that and just make sure there's no symbols there. <laughs> or write it but on my head. It happened in 2019, though. The only 2018. It was the first time I saw that. I remember back in the day they used to ask a question. Right? They, they at Spartan race they used to ask a question. Uh, they did it in one particular race in Montreal. And I don't remember where it was exactly, but they asked a the question. Uh, not everybody, um, but I found that really odd. And now that you mention it, it's like, what? Yeah, it was kind of weird. But actually, at the same time, fun. Because if you remembered it, it was nothing. The whole race, I remember, I was just running and kept repeating the, the, all the symbols nonstop, just <laughs> hoping I would remember and wouldn't like freeze at once they asked you the question. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> But now it was just perfect. I succeeded that one. I was really happy with that. Of all the OCR races that you've done, what would you say is, apart from the trifecta championship in, uh, in Sparta, Greece, uh, what would you say is another great accomplishment? Well, for the first world championship I tried, which was uh, in California, Lake Tahoe, okay. that was my first one, 2017. It was wow. actually my second beast. And my first beast was actually three weeks just before that, which was the Canadian Championship. So I had never done a beast, never done any in Lake Tahoe. Yep. I found out what it was, Lake Tahoe. <laughs> and that was not an easy race. I had just made it just on the board of getting, um, uh, to, to, how can I say, looking for a word, sorry. No worries. Can I help? Uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> to, to, to be accepted in the race. Got you. So uh, to just to have the proper positioning okay. to be part of the race. Okay. So I just had made it just borderline. So I made it there really happy, but didn't, didn't know at all was getting to this type of race. I didn't know I, when Joe DeSena said, I want to make sure that it's not, it's not a question of time, but I, I will make sure that it's going to be so hard that every athlete, once you're going to reach this finish line, I want them to be on the ground crying if they have to, but they'll be proud no matter what's their position. And I remember that because it was really hard, really. <laughs> the carries are terrible. The, the, the obstacle, any hanging obstacles, they had added some slippery film. I don't know what it was, but you just couldn't remove it no matter what, how much you, you try to remove on your pants, it would just stay yeah. there. It was so slippery. Walls were slippery. Everything is so slippery. It carries her. Yeah. It's just too long. The carries. <laughs> it was terrible. <laughs> the mountain, the height of the mountain, how yeah. high you were. You know, I had friends that did uh, Lake Tahoe. And uh, some of them told me how difficult it was and how a couple had to um, quit. Unfortunately, because it was just the weather was just too horrendous for them that their bodies couldn't do it. And others that that did their best, they finished it, but they went through so much pain to get to the end. Oh, yeah. To that oh, finish yeah. line. So it wasn't it was a fight that one was scary for some because they didn't know what the outcome was because of the weather conditions and some of these obstacles was just really really horrific especially like one where 
on that first hill that you go up and you get to the top and it's so cold and it's below degree yeah. and you got that water that you got to go into oh. and you got to come out and then you got people coming up with hypothermia and it's like, my God, what's going to happen here? <laughs> Is this where I die? <laughs> Actually, I think it was more of a mental obstacle that uh, freezing lake because I had imagined it so bad yeah. that when I got into it, I said, it's not as bad as I thought. It's cold, but not as bad as I thought. Actually, it was kind of refreshing, and it kind of gave me the energy to continue, even though if you're frozen and you can barely run anymore, but actually remove all the toxin and lactic yeah. acid accumulated. It was actually very refreshing. <laughs> was but it painful because you're Canadian? Bit, yes. <laughs> was, was it because you're Canadian and we were able to, you know, could be after that? <laughs> could that be. Type of temperature? <laughs> it's gotta be gotta be proud to be canadian yes exactly <laughs> oh my god you know what uh, i i hope that one day i can do tahoe uh i i hope to go back to yeah uh yeah you know even though it, it is a hard race that you know people do say that that but i can only imagine also how rewarding it is if you were to finish it oh yeah you really and plus with the altitude which you're not we're not adapt here because yeah. we all always live in low altitude I felt it for the first time in my life at the, at the top. I yeah. could barely run. I could just walk and the air just couldn't get in for some reason. I just wasn't ready for that. But yeah. I, I think I, I, I've improved now and it probably, I would probably see it differently and I would probably, I think, perform a bit better. Yeah. Well, you know what? That's great. And I hope that you go back. Because uh, it's still in 2017. Eh? So this was like a year from my first race. Uh, funny thing everything turned out so well from that from 2016 2017 yeah do you have any um what or races do you have in the horizon i mean of course you know with the pandemic still uh, upon us you know and you're in quebec i can only imagine how it is down there but um i mean there isn't that many ocr races left no for, for now year. so what do you have planned or what are your goals for the rest of this year and come, come the new year? Well, this year, we're, I was expecting to do my first Ultra Beast this year at Blue Mountain. But, but looking oh. at the situation, how it's going, it doesn't look it's going to be happening. I keep it in mind, but I don't think it will be happening. I'll still work out for it, but I don't think I'll be going this year. I'll wait for next year again. Hopefully everything will get better. Why do you say it won't happen? Because well, I'm getting word that it's going to happen. It probably will. It probably will. But I, I don't know. I'm not sure. I, I find out this whole situation is. Eh. Yeah, I know what you mean. So I'll probably do one of these virtual. Uh, like there's now there's a Santo virtual uh, world vertical week, which is coming up. Okay. But it's just only vertical. Uh, climbing which is something i really like a lot but there you go practice practice on that one and then we'll see we'll see i'll reevaluate to when we get to october see what yeah. happens then yeah i mean uh, yeah you know i totally hear you and with the whole pandemic and you know what you also want to be healthy you don't want to get sick yeah with this and so you know the year is it's almost over really yeah, really. Months, yeah. You know, we're going to be hitting Christmas. I mean, I shouldn't say that, you know, jinx it, but no, it, 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 it will be Christmas, everybody. Oh, yeah. So start oh, yeah. saving your money. 
Um, so, and then the new year and the season starts in May. I yeah. think, yeah, it's in May that, that, that the season starts. And so, you know what? I really am looking forward to Canadians getting out there and getting their eight races Definitely. all throughout Canada, coast to Definitely. coast. You know, uh, unfortunately, this pandemic really, really hit us hard. Yeah, definitely. We had a few races this year. Uh, it was Course Extreme, they called it. Then That's you had right. a dead-end race. and uh, Rushwood just happened. Yeah, Rushwood just happened. And what was the other one? Sub-Zero, which was in March. That's right. It's part of so the the, these uh, races were actually really fun. It was, But I, I really like the Spartan race. I, I like where there's more running, less obstacle. I like the carries. I like the whole principle of the Spartan race, really. Yeah. I'm a big yeah, fan. Yeah. I think it start, I started with that, and I'm probably going to continue just mainly with those type of races. You know what? You're the first person that said that, and I'm really happy that you say that because I also agree with you. I, 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 I do like uh, what Spartan, the Spartan product and what it's put out there. Exactly. There's a lot of people that have negative things to say, but those are the people that end up registering more and in, in racing all of them exactly you, you can't please everybody uh no you can't please everybody but yeah, I, no I like their type of obstacles they have the type of format. penalty some people don't like them i like the 30 burpees they're not fun but for some reason i kind of like <laughs> you know what i don't the burpees i understand but there are other penalties that people that they can bring in um they can bring in as a, okay. for example do a, a kilometer run yes a loop a loop. Yes, we've Thank seen you. that. I, I got it in West Virginia. We had a loop where you, if you missed the, what was it, the slip? No, not the slip wall. It was on the D's off school where you climb up vertically. The spear had it. The, the spear had it. Uh, the vertical, I don't know if the vertical had it, but there were numerous obstacles that had the loop. And, you know, if you can't do it, you don't have to do the burpees. You no. can go run a kilometer or extra. Yeah, exactly. Right, I, I, I truly love that option. Okay, but they should bring it in here into Canada. Well, I, I think they they are, aren't they? Aren't, I don't know. And now, I, I don't know. I guess it depends on the course, and then okay. there, is there enough space to be able to okay, uh, you know, incorporate a loop, okay, a, a kilometer loop because some courses don't have the space. That's true. Right. So you don't want to be running outside the road, you know, with the cars, <laughs> alongside the cars. <laughs> um, so 2022 for you, that's when you're going to evaluate and then look at your schedule and then maybe fill it up then. Oh, yeah, definitely. I'll be back on the course, no doubt. You know, I, I do look... Just I crossing do... the fingers that that will be the year that we'll pass to something else. And finally, we get back to what we love the most and running and see all the athletes again. Yeah. And you know what? It, it's for you. I mean, you have so many great options that here in Ontario we don't. And you know, the one thing is that you have the you you have the mountains over there. Exactly. You yeah, can it's go true. And run and train, which is a benefit than those that are not surrounded. But because here in Ontario, I mean, uh, we have a, a pimple called Blue Mountain. Yeah. <laughs> okay. In comparison to what you have. Okay. Um, but you know, a lot of us we go, we'll go there or we'll do trails and hills here and there. But you guys, you have that that benefit, option of that option. variety of mountains around us. Which they're not the highest, but definitely we but you've got challenging you. ones. 
it'll help you for your races coming up next year that you're going to be nice and ready to hit those hills. And I can't wait to go back on those. Hills. <laughs> uh, uh, I need to worry about you now. <laughs> uh oh. Uh oh. <laughs> That's what I like the most. The harder they are, the, the hills, the more I love them. I miss our heads. I miss uh, Quebec uh, Mountain. I mean, Stoneham and Owlshead are my best hills that I've got up to now. These were right. my best race. Okay. <laughs> uh, listen, I did Owlshead and I think I've done it once or twice, me and the wife. And the okay. Down there. And it was really hard, buddy. It was <laughs> so hard. But this is back when I started. I okay. didn't know what it would get, we were getting ourselves involved in. <laughs> Thanks. I, feel, I feel you. I don't know. I decided to do an ultra oh. at the wrong course. Oh, I no. did it at Stoneham. I was dead. It was a tough course. Oh, my really God. tough course. Funny thing is that I just, we were there in Montreal, not Montreal. We were in Quebec City. We went to Mont Saint Anne uh, okay. to do the QMT Mega Trail. Okay. Mont Saint Anne, uh, up north of, I think it's about an hour. No, actually, oh. a couple hours from north of uh, Montreal. But Okay. It is beautiful, but it was a trail race, and I tell you, it was a <laughs> that mountain was a killer. It was. I had done just the beast, and I was destroyed that day. It was hot. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't bring the proper gears for that race. I still loved it, but I wasn't ready. <laughs> I could imagine the ultra how it was, plus those extra kilometers that you had oh. to do on top of it. Oh my god! <laughs> but you know what? At the end, you, I, I said to myself, "Yeah." I loved it. I was, you dead. Loved I was it. tired. I was, I think I left my soul up in that mountain, but I loved it. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Me, oh, right. Are you okay? Yeah, I loved it. <laughs> I loved it. I'm dead for a few days, but I loved it. <laughs> I wasn't able to walk, buddy, but I loved it. <laughs> I don't but know. You made we... it. You yeah. made it. Wow. We, we, we put ourselves to torture. And at the end, we you know we tell everybody, yeah, it was beautiful. It was amazing. We recommend it. <laughs> I'll have to talk to you more on that because what do you bring for an ultra? What do you type of training do you do for an ultra? I mean, a beast, okay, but ultra, this is not only double the distance, but they also add extra obstacle, extra but, distance. Yeah. But you gotta, you know, you gotta admit that it, it, it helps you. It, it, it prepares you for what's to come. Yeah. Right. And so you're laughing at the end. So thank you, Owlset, and thank you, Stoneham and Mont Saint Anne. Thank you. You you prepared me for what's to come. I, I I'm, I'm truly grateful. <laughs> My friend, let's play a game. I got. I, I'm gonna ask you five quick questions, okay? And you gotta give me the, the the answer as quickly as possible. Whatever answers in your head, just say it. Even if it's an f bomb, uh, I guess whatever. I'll take it. Okay. Anything. All right. <laughs> you ready? Let's go. Okay. So, what's your favorite obstacle? Oof. I think the first, the, the thing that comes to mind uh, would be would it be on the Spartan race or any obstacles? Any obstacle, any race. Okay, I like the carries. Okay, I don't know why, but sure. <laughs> um, favorite eighties movie. Eighties movie. Whoa, that was probably um, oh, what do you call that movie? I'm not. Yes, the Navigator. Sure, not a problem. Great movie. <laughs> Never seen it, but I heard so many good things about it. <laughs> Favorite 90s movie? Ooh, 90s, 90s. What was the first? I don't have anything in my 90s. 
No, I really don't. Nothing comes to my mind now. Okay, nothing. I'll take nothing. Nothing is good. <laughs> Great movie, buddy. Great reviews. Um, how about favorite Spartan race distance? Super. Super? Super. Okay. And favorite exercise? Running, trail running. Awesome, buddy. Great <laughs> answer. Great way to finish it. Oh, Michelle, buddy, thank you so much for making time to speak with me today. Oh, by the wow. way, if, if, if anybody wanted to reach out to you, ask you questions, uh, you know, pick your brain, uh, how can they get in contact with you? How can they reach you? Uh, they could reach me, I guess, would be Instagram, could be Facebook, probably the best way, even though I don't really have any phone. <laughs> <laughs> so I have to be locked on my computer to do all this most of the time. <laughs> Can they send you a smoke signal? Yes, that's how we work still. Yeah. <laughs> so we're yes, we're a bit behind in technology, but it's a choice we've made, say. and uh, we spend more time outside, work out more, and that's it. More nature. Uh, tie a little message to a bird's leg. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, okay. that would probably be this, the best way to reach me. What is your uh, what's your Instagram or Facebook handle? Uh, both of them, it's uh, Michel Caillé Athlete. Okay. And so everybody. One word. Yeah. And it's C A Y E R. Yes. Okay. And it's what is it? Michel is M I C C H E L. Exactly. There you go, everybody. Now you know. Once again, thank you so much for making time to speak with me today, man. I truly appreciate it. Very grateful, uh, thankful that you're here um, and that I got to sit down with you, talk to you, get to know you, not only myself, but the listeners and viewers. So thank you so much. I wish you the best. I uh, hope to see you soon. If not this year, I hope to see you soon. Uh, come next year and uh, maybe not even race alongside you, but, you know, cheer for you. I really hope we do. Yeah. And the uh, pleasure was all mine. Uh, so I wish you the very best. You take care and I will talk to you soon. Yes. And hang in there with the good help. Let's stay away <laughs> from this COVID. <laughs> yeah, you too. <laughs> Thanks a lot. You take care. All right. Good night. Good night.